This is Tuesday, June 8th, and we're continuing our study of the book of Numbers. Now, whenever you take a commercial flight, there's an interesting process that must take place before the cabin can be closed and the plane pushed back. The plane must have a manifest naming each of the occupants of the plane. Yes, they need to confirm each person that is on that flight. Perhaps you've seen a flight attendant moving through the plane checking for empty seats. This is more than looking for space for standby passengers. It is required of all commercial flights. Now here's our text for today. Numbers chapter 1, verse 1 to 2. The Lord spoke to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai, in the tent of meeting, on the first day of the second month, in the second year after they had come out of the land of Egypt, saying, Take a census of all the congregation of the people of Israel, by clans, by fathers' houses, according to the number of names every male, head by head. Now, as we open the book of Numbers, we find God asking Moses to number the people. Indeed, the book of Numbers takes its name for this first action in the book. Why does God issue this order? Well, though there is strength in numbers, the Lord is not counting the fighting men for that reason, nor really even trying to establish a number, though that does take place in this book and twice. He wants every family counted because everyone counts. Each person is dear to the Lord. For each of us, there is an equality and a dignity in knowing that you matter and that you matter to God. And that's the way this book begins. The Lord takes responsibility for each person. Each person is valued. The name of each person, you could say, is on the manifest. And it's communicated in a beautiful way. The word for taking count in Hebrew means to lift the head. As each family is recognized and called by name, they lift their heads. They are acknowledged. They see their faces. Now think of where they came from. They had been slaves in Egypt. They were unnamed masses. Pharaoh didn't care about individuals. They were his workforce. On farms, the workers, for example, were simply called hands, as in, how many hands do you have in the field today? They weren't people. They were treated like machines. They were expendable and replaceable. We often find ourselves recorded in statistics, grouped with others, and not counted as the unique people that each of us is. But the Lord was different with his people. Each person is made in his image and bears a value we can't estimate or quantify. And God cares for us, not as a mass of unnamed people, but as the individuals he made us to be. Yes, he will form them into a people, a nation, but individual people are never lost in the process. By the way, in the Nazi concentration camps, the prisoners' names were of no importance. So a number was tattooed on each person, counting them, but making them nameless in the system. You see, they didn't matter as individuals. There were quotas of them for this or that. But the Lord never treats people in this way. 
Though there were roughly 600,000 people in the wilderness at this time, he takes time to hear their names and to record their presence among the people. Of course, this all comes from the God who made us. He is the one that has a name. He's not a nameless, impersonal force, but one we can call by name. The significance of each person is carried throughout Scripture and also into the ministry of Jesus. Jesus took interest in each person making a special effort to treat people with dignity and value. We don't have to wonder how Jesus looks at us. He took the children in his arms and blessed them, even though children were not highly thought of and valued at the time. He invited himself over to the home of sinners, people discarded by others, that he might show them that they mattered to the Lord. The Lord cared for them. People were often overwhelmed by the grace and love with which Jesus treated them. As we read in Scripture, God has recorded the names of those that belong to him. This book is the ultimate manifest for his people, the Lamb's Book of Life. We have become so used to being reduced to a number or statistic, we have a hard time seeing this truth. God knows you by name. This is the nature of his love. It is personal. We read in the New Testament that God is love and that he loves us. And that's not just an idea. He loves us as individual people. He loves each of us personally and uniquely. This is his way because this is who he is. He also commands us to love in this way as well. Whoever loves in this way knows God and is born of God because God is love. Let's pray. Thank you, Father, that you know each of us by name and that we matter to you. I pray that you would teach us your way. Help us to treat others with the same grace with which you have treated us in Christ. For we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.